Hi and welcome to Let Spirit Lead. I'm Cecil Williams and today's episode is all about finding inner peace by removing before obstacles to peace. This episode is an extract from my online course Say Yes to Miracles. So if you like to dive deeper into the mystical teachings from A Course in Miracles, then you are more than welcome to join me. You'll find more information on cecilwilliams.com. But for now, let's head over to this episode, which is all about finding inner peace. We all long to feel inner peace. So why is it that we so often feel everything but peaceful? And what are the obstacles to peace? Well, first of all, peace radiates outward from you. So peace always begins with you. You are its home. And as you extend this peace outward, you call others in, blessing them with your inner peace. But you get rid of peace the moment you start to engage in attack thoughts, so even the tiniest ounce of blame, guilt, bitterness or anger will cause your inner peace to vanish. And as long as you would rather be right than happy, as long as you want to keep on attacking others in your mind, as long as you want to hold on to old bitterness and blame, peace can't expand through you. And when you choose conflict instead of peace, you step out of alignment with the universe and now you really start to suffer as you now feel pinched off and in turmoil. So here your mind will search for someone or something to blame for how you're feeling, never realizing that all that's needed is your willingness to let peace begin with you. Peace and healing begin with you. And it begins the same moment you notice that you're holding on to a grievance. In that tiniest speck of blame, anger and bitterness, you put up a wall between you and the divine source. And it is this wall that causes you to suffer, as in that moment you are blocking your alignment with spirit. And the more you hold on to that you are right in your blame, in your anger and bitterness, the more you step out of alignment and the more unsettled and in turmoil you'll feel because you are not being in alignment with the real you. And why are you not in alignment with the real you? Well, the real you, so your divine self, is not looking at this person you're having a grievance with, thinking they are really a despicable human being. Instead, your divine self is looking at this person, seeing their beauty and their light and their sacredness. And because you, in that moment, are refusing to see this beauty and light and sacredness, instead you just want to blame and judge, you then end up feeling pinched off, you feel unsettled, because you and your divine self have very different take on what's true here. And your divine self will never align with your bitterness and blame, and because you refuse to align with your divine self's take on the situation, you'll end up feeling torn and conflicted inside. Because you, by choosing blame, bitterness and judgment, separate yourself from the truth of who you are. And we can suffer for ages like this. I know I certainly have. I kept on to a grudge sometimes for years. But eventually, you know, we realize that we are the ones causing ourselves so much suffering. So we then call on spirit to come and help us. And as we do that, we start to heal. The moment you call on spirit, declaring that you are willing to choose peace, that you are willing to shift your thinking, in that very moment you become a conduit for light and healing for others. Because as you heal this darkness within you, 
And trust me, bitterness and blame and judgment are such dark poisons. As you heal that darkness, transforming it into light, you help to bring more healing and light to all of humanity through your healing. We are all linked, so any healing you do within yourself will benefit everybody. And it's such a sacred journey, this journey of healing an old wall of anger, blame and bitterness in a relationship. As through that healing, the relationship is being transformed into a holy relationship, which allows it to become filled with love and peace and happiness. So let Spirit help you remove even the tiniest wall you notice between you and another. The moment you feel yourself attacking someone in your mind, hand it over to Spirit. And be willing to shift your perceptions. So whatever dark thought that had created this rift between you and this other person can now be transformed by the light that love brings. Spirit will always help you back to love. In this way, you fill your relationship with a beautiful sunlight which can nourish this relationship with warmth and love and care, allowing it to blossom and flourish. Remember, whatever you focus on, you call forth witnesses to. So when you focus on love, you call forth witnesses of love. Whilst when you focus on fear, you call forth witnesses of fear. This is because you only see that which you choose to perceive. So when you perceive through the eyes of fear, fear will be projected out from your mind and search for evidence for why your fear is justified. So it will look for every tiny shred of guilt it can find in others, searching endlessly for all that is difficult, problematic and challenging, and then bring all this proof back to your door. Whilst when you perceive through the eyes of love, love will go forth from your mind and search for evidence of more love. So it will look for all the love and kindness in others, finding proof for all that is good and right and beautiful and then bring all this proof back to your door. The second obstacle to peace is when we identify too much with the body. Your body can never give you peace, as the body is just a means, not an end. The only purpose the body has is the one given to it. Only the mind can set a purpose, and since the mind is split, the purpose can be set with the ego mind, or it can be set with the divine mind, so your right mind. When the ego mind sets the purpose, the body will suffer. It will be weighed down by the guilt, blame, fear and anxiety. Whilst when you let spirit guide your thoughts so you are thinking with your right mind, then your body becomes flooded with peace and love and joy as those emotions arise from you choosing to listen to spirit's guidance. The body transmits to you the feelings that arise from the choice you make. Are you listening to fear? or to love. Through your feelings, you get to recognize which voice you are listening to, and also how far you've gone in one direction, by listening to one particular voice. When you're feeling loving and joyous and enthusiastic and trusting and happy, then you're listening to Spirit's voice, and you are now in alignment with Spirit. Whilst when you're feeling blame and bitterness and hatred and guilt, then you're listening to the ego's voice. And now you're stepping out of alignment with spirit, causing you to get trapped in a dark and fearful world. So any thoughts you have, 
will be broadcasted out into the world with their own unique energetic frequency and this will then boomerang back to you. And your body lets you know through your feelings how much in alignment you are with your divine self or with the ego mind. Isn't it amazing that your body lets you know? So you can change what you are broadcasting. Trust that the more loving thoughts you have, the more love will return to you. And when you focus on seeing the blessings in every situation, then soon your life will be filled with even more blessings. The third obstacle to inner peace is when you get stuck in guilt, as you are then really allowing yourself to slowly die, since guilt keeps you trapped in the past, and this stops you from being fully present now. And life is now. Life is not in the past or in the future. Life is now. The real you, the divine you, is immortal. And you are meant to live fully, expanding your consciousness, creating with love and joy. So whenever you limit this expansion, you feel as if you are slowly dying. And this is such an ego trap, as the ego chooses death instead of life, guilt instead of freedom, limitation instead of expansion. So let us look at where in your life you are choosing death instead of life. So where are you strangling life from expanding? Where are you letting fear rule your life? So look at that now. Whom do you see as guilty, which is a sure way of making sure that the relationship between you slowly dies? So whom do you judge and see as guilty? And how can you choose life instead? How can you let love expand your life? How could your life expand if you chose to have faith and trust? And whom can you forgive so you can let your relationship be reborn through your forgiveness?
One of the harder concepts in A Course in Miracles to take on board is this idea that the body is nothing and does nothing. And this can seem really hard because the body feels so real. And being an osteopath and a naturopath and an energy medicine practitioner, I know there is an incredible wisdom in our bodies. And in energy medicine, we work a lot with the connection between body, mind and soul. And doing this energetic work can really help us heal on all levels. So my take on this is that the body is a healing device, a learning device, helping us to become aware of when we've chosen fear. And it also lets us know when we've chosen love. It remembers everything we've ever experienced, so it holds a record of our past through the unconscious mind. And when we hand over our healing to spirit, our bodies will work together with spirit to help us heal by sending us symptoms that help us become aware of where we chose some fear and where we have more healing to do. And this healing helps us to connect with our divine eternal self, which is immortal. The body isn't immortal, but it is the beautiful vehicle we're in now. To me, death is just a portal into another dimension. Death is not the end destination. It isn't even the end for the body as the body just changes form energetically speaking. And the body does that all the time anyway, even when we are alive, because the body keeps regenerating itself. So through the portal that death is, our soul is then freed from the limitations of the body, and it can instead feel its own immortality, free from the ego mind's doubts and fears. The more we can trust this inner awareness that we are immortal, that death is just a portal that takes us into another part of our journey, the easier it is to let go of our fear of death because our fear of death is a major disruptor to our inner peace. And this fear of death is not just about the fear of death in relation to our bodies, but the fear of death of a dream, a job, a relationship, or fear of not having enough money coming in. Our fear of death takes many, many forms. So search your mind and notice where you let fear totally grip you. Perhaps you have a fear about losing someone, or that you won't have enough money to support you, or that your body is unwell, whatever fear it is, know that this fear only belongs in the ego's domain. So search your mind now for the various fears you have that stop you from living fully. Do you really want to keep these fears? How can you feel peaceful when you focus on this fearful thought? Are you willing to change it? Are you willing to choose life and expansion instead of death and limitation? 
Are you willing to choose to be reborn into a greater expression of life? If you are willing to change, then hand over these thoughts now to Spirit. And say to Spirit, take this from me and help me shift my thinking. Teach me how to be able to choose peace instead of this inner tension. Help me to choose life and trust and expansion so I can be all that I am meant to be. So let us now move into the fourth obstacle to our inner peace. When you let go of your fear of death, then life is all there is. And the Course writes that as you see without fear of death, you would remember the creator of life, the source of everything that lives, the creator of the universe and of the universe of universes, and of everything that lies even beyond them. And as you start to remember all of this, peace encounters another obstacle, which is the fear of God, the fear of the goddess, the fear of the divine. As long as you fear death, you didn't have to realize that underneath this, there is a fear of life, because God, the goddess, is life. So when you release the fear of death, all that is left is life itself. But as you come to recognize that you actually love spirit, you love God, you love the goddess, then it's easier to let go of your fear and instead dare to embrace the eternal love the divine has for you. And as you do that, you start to see the light of God and the love of the goddess. And you are led to this exact point in your relationships in that same moment when you choose for spirit to take the lead. So where you have previously judged the other person, you can now see their innocence. By choosing to forgive them and by choosing to see their light, you see them as spirit would have you see them. And by doing that, they are being reborn in front of your very eyes as they are now and not as you perceive them to be in the past. Every time you have crucified someone in your thoughts, and you call on spirit to help you, spirit will guide your thoughts back to love, so you can learn how to forgive this other person for all the things you see them as guilty of, and also through your forgiveness, help them to also forgive themselves. And as you do, you are both resurrected Because as you judge someone else, you don't just crucify them in your thoughts, you also crucify yourself. But as you choose to see the other person's light, so you choose to see the divine shining within them, you free yourself from the heavy burdens of the past. And as you do, you step through the door that takes you straight into the presence of love, which is your true home. This is the domain of spirit where timelessness and everlasting life exist. So in every meeting, you have to make this choice. Will you see the guilt in another, or will you see their innocence? Will you crucify them in your thoughts, or will you see their inner light? Will you bear witness to the ego in them, or to the divine in them? Whatever you choose to see in the other is what you yourself will receive. So have faith in spirit. 
Have faith that there are mighty forces in helping you to make this choice of seeing what spirit would have you see, where you see the light in another and you choose to forgive them for all those times when they have forgotten that they are this light. And as you forgive them for having acted from their false self, you simultaneously forgive yourself too. And through this forgiveness, you start to awaken. And as you awaken and you open your eyes, you see your whole spirit team, all your guides and angels, your ancestors, they're all standing there with their arms open, smiling widely, welcoming you back home to peace, to love, to the divine source, to the truth of who you are. And from this place, you are able to be and express all that you came here to be and express. This is the light that you are meant to bring through into your everyday life. This is the light the world needs for you to bring through. So in this divine source, have a look around and notice what are the beautiful gifts that are here for you, the beautiful soul gifts, those beautiful essences that are yours to share with others. Perhaps it's the essence of happiness, of joy, of creativity, of enthusiasm, of love, of compassion, of friendship, of kindness, of warmth, of eagerness, of healing. Maybe it's the essence of being of service and support to others. Notice what it is for you here in this divine source that are your soul gifts that you are meant to bring through. You know what they are in your heart. You can feel it. It is what lights you up with joy when you are naturally sharing them with others. It is what you can read about for hours and hours and hours because you just love it so much. You just expand into that so much. That's from this divine source. Your heart is guiding you here. Your soul is guiding you here. This is what you're meant to share. And your spirit team is here helping, supporting and guiding you every step of the way. 